It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello everyone, this is the Wednesday Club of the Manchester Football Social, my final one, hope you enjoy it. Uh, do us a favour, if you're going to miss me, make sure you subscribe, five stars, uh, say I'm the best, uh, but don't worry, make sure you listen to the Excess Manchester Breakfast Show. You can hear Alex Hilton, who is coming up in the show, on his way to the Etihad now. Go Alex, run Alex, run! I'm going, I'm going, I'm uh, going! <laughs> Alex Bodman here as well to talk about Manchester United's defeat to Barcelona at mm. New Camp 3-0. Uh, but for everyone who's listened uh, for the Wednesday Club, keep listening, it's going to be good. Uh, it's going to be better. It, it's going to be better. Yeah, on it anymore. Probably funnier is hoping that United do better next season when I leave uh, but enjoy uh, stick with the Manchester Football Social like I say uh, like subscribe do all that Alex Hill enjoy the game Alex Boardman enjoy, enjoy your, your dog tea. walk and you <laughs> enjoy the show Manchester Football Social Welcome to the Manchester Football Social. My name is Joe McGraw and this is the Wednesday Club. For the final time, I say hello as I'm moving on to things new. But I'm joined by, I'm getting double Alex today, which is wonderful, a wonderful way to say <laughs> goodbye. Alex Hilton will be here to talk about Manchester City. Hello, Alex. How are you doing, Joe? Good to be here. Uh, and Alex Boardman, who will be able to reflect on United's crashing defeat mm. to Barcelona last night. Hello, Alex Boardman. Hi. Uh, how are we going to differentiate between the two Alexes? If we shout Alex, who's going to say, should I call it Borden Hill? Yeah, <laughs> right, Boardman. Last night, Manchester United were beating three 0 by Barcelona. Eight yes. double seven double one. Please text me your thoughts on that one. Is it uh, a lot of people criticising the way Manchester United players actually were on the pitch? Who do you think really let United down last week? Uh, last night, sorry. And let's talk about any positives because there was a question thrown to me. Was there any shining lights in that whole United squad? And like McTominay in the first leg, unfortunately not. Eight double seven to one. Oh three four five treble one seven six two five. If you're a City fan. Hilton's here as well uh, to help you preview the big Manchester game against Tottenham. Hopefully news breaks around quarter to seven. We'll be able to tell you the team news and we'll be able to reflect on the big game as well. City could get themselves into a Champions League final come the end of this evening. Uh, but we will start with the reflecting on the game. What did I say? Mm. 
Semi. It could get in the semi. Oh, did I say semi? Sorry. Yeah. Jumping the gun. Right, we've got Ajax in the next round. It is City's best chance at a... We've got Ajax uh, in the next round. He's already confident. Well, Alex should we already got good, tonight, confident. Now it's me for Hampton City. Uh, Alex Boardman, uh, there <laughs> yeah. will be no final at all. Not even a semi-final for Manchester United. Beat 3-0 uh, to Barcelona in what was a two minutes of a positive start to the game, which all come so mm. crumbling down. Your thoughts as a, as a, as a red um, on the whole game? Well, um, probably like everyone else, I'm 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 not I'm not actually surprised because um, it's how we played for most of the season, and then there was a sort of 15 game blip where the, all the players turned up and played like a team. And uh, after the Paris Saint Germain game, we've reverted back to type, or in fact, got even worse. And uh, last night, what a really good start it was when Rashford went through. I thought it was a a clever attempt at a finish that he hit the bar with. Perhaps he should have scored. Um, but there were still three or four half chances. I think Rashford had another chance to play McTominay in. And all the signs were really good. 10, 12 minutes away at Barcelona. Got more of, had more of the ball than you thought we would. We were playing some really good stuff. And then the sort of self-destruct button was pressed needlessly. We got a free kick midway inside our own half. Ashley Young tried to play out, which... And I can understand people saying why didn't you just clear it and but of course we'd been playing well we'd been passing and we spent all season just oofing the ball up and turning over possession you don't want to give Barcelona possession I can understand why he tried to play out but he did it badly gets a bad ball back from Pogba didn't help him he's up against Messi the, he's lightning fast Messi's on him in a second steals the ball glides fast past Fred and you just look and go great finish but within three minutes after that, there's another error by De Gea and it's like game over and you go, hang on, we were so in this and we've been sucker punched twice. We basically did it to ourselves. And then after that, you expect a reaction and the, the reaction from nearly all of the players was just non-existent. Martial looked like he didn't, couldn't care less as he's done for most of his United career, really. There's been certain high spots, but I think he's one of those players that really flatters to deceive because he, he does... Lots of things very well, but then, you know, if, if he's not gliding past anyone, there's nothing else he offers you. Pogba just started stropping about after the Ashley Young era. I'd, I've never seen, you know, some, supposedly our, our best player, our most expensive player, the person everyone should be looking to and going for. He's apparently he's a leader. He's the one when there's a goal scored, he gets everyone together. And he was just abysmal. Um, I thought Fred was all right, barring a couple of errors. I thought Matt Tomine was all right. I thought Rashford... Still looks injured. Uh, same with Jesse. What's the point? You know. And then, who else is there? Lindelof's playing out of position. He did all right. Jones and Smalling were actually good. And Ashley Young was, was really poor. But he's, he's the one who's taking all the blame for it. De, De Gea... Sorry, I'm just talking. <laughs> no, no, this is it. Get it De, out. Get De Gea like was it. equally as bad as Ashley Young. And he's he's been bad for a, for a good few weeks. He's made many errors. And he seems to get a pass because he has been excellent in the last few seasons. But it just, all in all, it, the whole thing just sort of stinks. And when you look at who's coming on, it's like, oh, we, you know, we, this, this, we're down two 0 So we're three 0 down, and you look at the bench and you go, is there anyone on there that can score? And then you got Lukaku, and you just think, is he gonna score? Probably not. And then Sanchez comes on, and it's just, it's just. Years and years of underinvestment, and I think everyone fully is on board with that now. Sorry, right? I'm no, aware. No, I'm just have a look at the. You know, I, do you know what? My last really show here, Alex. You know what I mean, you just ruined that. 
I was the full 10 minutes of it. I was up <laughs> till about three o'clock last night. I watched the game again to see if it was really as bad as I thought. And then, and I watched a bit of Ajax, and I, I watched Ajax in the spirit of that team. Had a lot of food. I ate tons and tons of chocolate and Chris and everything. And oh I, man, I just, this is a horrible scene. It was. It was awful. This is a horrible. It was awful. horrible. Right, I'll stop talking. Alex, I apologise. For the benefit of the listener, this is the first time that Alex and I have been in the same room together. We know each other for all this stuff. But yeah, I like his therapist. Three minutes ago, I've, I've always had this interview with some sort of like cool dude, standing up to a DJ. Now in the pants, watching a match twice to punish yourself, Matt. <laughs> Grim. Do you know what? Because Grim. it came back on. I'd watched Ajax again, and then it just came back on yeah. on Sky, and I was like, oh, I'll go and watch it again. I watched that first 10 minutes see if Rashford scores this time and, and he didn't. I think at that point I would have turned over to like yeah. ITV and watched the casino or oh, whatever they've got so on. I, I, mean, I mean, that was the most uh, depressing and dour thing I've heard since the Mourinho press conference. It yeah, really it was. A lot about it. But, but, do you know what? Probably reflective of a lot of United fans today, Alex. I mean, did you catch any game? Did you, did you I, think I did, his did, points are valid? Um, I did catch the game. I was out, I was out so I watched the, sort of the highlights again um, and it, it was poor. You said at the start of uh, your rant there that um, you, you, were, you weren't surprised. But no, were, were really. you disappointed? When the draw came out and you got Barcelona second leg before any football had been played, did you think Oli would get you through that time? Yeah, uh, slightly because of what had happened at PSG and obviously a slight romanticism of the fact, you know, it's 20 years since 99 and Solskjaer was the man who won it in the last seconds and, you know, if it's ever going to be written, it's like a fairy tale, isn't it? And you think, can it be done? And then you see what Di Matteo did with Chelsea when he took over. And obviously the Champions League is one of those competitions where you can just go on a bit of a run. Um, that's been done many times as well. Inter did it, Porto did it, uh, did, was it I Dortmund? I doing it. It's wonderful. And that's the other thing, that's what made it so bad. The spirit, I think Fred was alright in the fact he showed for the ball constantly and he closed people down. McTominay didn't hide. Pogba, for me, I just can't, I, I, I really want to be careful what I say, but I'm so angry I was so angry with him I was really angry with Martial and I, I don't think Jesse had a good game but do you know what's weird about Paul Pogba is I just I just don't get it I really really don't get it because I, I, as, a, as a City fan I think I know everyone calls us a money club but and, and all what have you but I think the difference that City do that because United spend money Chelsea spend money Liverpool money I think City I think we buy well Generally, we made a mistake, but we'll buy well. For £90 million, pounds, I look at Paul Pogba and all the millions and millions that he earns in wages. I, I just, I, I would want the best player in the league. I don't, I want someone, yeah. does it? And Pogba's got that in his locker. But look at how he was at the World Cup. He was like a leader of men. He was, yeah, he was team stunning. talks in the dressing room. He looked like He also had De Griezmann and he had uh, Mbappe. To, but, nobody ever but, shows yeah, for him. But, you know, you know, when you, you see you, him live, he gets the ball and he looks up and you go, where's he going? And then he, so he looks up front and he goes, Martial's not moving. Rashford will try and run him behind, but that he's marked by two players. Jesse's wherever Jesse is because he's not really a right winger. Then he'll turn back and he'll go, do I give the ball to Smalling? No, because he'll lose it. Do I give the ball to Jones? No. Do I give the ball to Ashley Young? No. He's just got no options, but... But big, big games, big game. I, I appreciate it, it's Barcelona, but big players in big games turn up. They should, yeah. Like and so often Pogba never, goes missing. He never really does, no. He There's never a, really does. A lot of play, people on that uh, starting eleven, which you, you can see that the reds dropped, the passion wasn't there, the mm. drive wasn't there. Uh, Pogba, you know, if people are saying that this is supposed to be his time to shine, if he wants to move away or whatever, then, you know, you, you create a little trailer for yourself during the yeah. game against Barcelona at the new Camp. He just didn't care. If you go back to the first game as well, because the first game we had no chances and Barcelona were a little under par in the fact that they weren't spec... They didn't carve us open. They had two chances. 
Um, scored one, Varun goal, the other one, I think De Gea saved with his feet well. But in that game, we had four or five free kicks in and around an area that if it would have been a team like Stoke, and I know it's a team like Stoke, I always get mentioned on, any team that's like a professional football club would have gone, we're going to at least have some chances to put the ball in the box in a decent area and we've got Smalling who's six foot four and we've got Jones who's six foot two and we're, well Pogba's massive let's all fly on the ball the ball never even came in no, Rashford's shots were put and that was in the first leg same last night when you needed a you just need a bit more quality and some of them just they're just simply I think not quite good enough and Bas- who is that good you know if yeah. you but there was a thing they were saying like last night with Messi and Jones when Jones had tracked him near to the halfway line and then Messi turns on a sixpence like he can and then he skips him and Jones is running back and they're going, oh, what, what a mismatch. Well, you're going, hang on, that's like the best player that there's ever been of all time against Phil Jones, who's just a, a standard defender. Yeah. I mean, I think some of the reaction has been a bit, as we're young playing against Messi as well, of course, it's Messi. You know, Maldini in his prime would have struck, would have probably not been able to handle Messi. So a, a converted right winger is never going to do it when he's 33. He's played in the World Cup and he's clearly just, his legs have caught up with him in the last six weeks. But Go on, sorry, Alex. Well, well, guess, uh, well, you mean, taking it back, like looking forward, I know United fans do like to look back, but, you know, look into the future. We've got five more games to go. You're three points off the Champions League. Hmm. Are you going to get there? Well, we've got Everton away which has always been a bogey side for us. And you, you go, it, it, it's just one of those games that you think, who's going to score? Who is going to score? We, we we seem to create so few chances. And so hopefully, I don't know, maybe, then we've got City and Chelsea back to back. So after those three games, we could be, you know, then in a fight with Wolves for seventh. Mm. Or we could be third. The thing is, you just don't know. But I don't see, when Solskjaer came in and the mood changed, I don't see from the current last six games, I don't yeah. see the mood changing back. The mood's not on a high, unless the results come. It's time for a mini-game. Uh, talking about one of Alex's points about reinvestment into the club of... Name that team. <laughs> so name that team was very simple. Normally we ask for the full start in 11, but this is all about Manchester United. Sir Alex Ferguson in his game against Bilbao, which he was beating at Old Trafford 3-2, which knocked him out of the Europa League in 2012. He played four players in that team who played last night. And we can bring them. They are David De Gea, mm-hmm. Chris Smalling, you've got Ashley Young, Phil Jones... I've mentioned four, haven't I? Yeah, that's all four. So now, Alex, it's time for you. Well, we can help you out in a way. Man City also played a 4-0 victory in the Etihad against Porto. Do you ever remember it? You won 6-1 in aggregate? That was in the uh, I don't remember the game specifically. I remember playing Porto uh, in Europe, but I don't, I don't remember like the occasion. Um, <laughs> did did not, not touch your heart. I should be. Uh, four at home. All right, okay. Sorry. So, I want you to please give me the goalkeeper. We'll start with that. Do you know the goalkeeper? I'm going to go Joe Hoth. Yeah. Yep. Correct. Now, the back four. Right. Right back would surely have been Pablo Zabaleta. Zabaleta was on the bench, unfortunately. Um, Who would be there? This has got to be, I think it's got to be pre-Bakary Sanya. It could have, could have been Mika Richards. Oh, you are correct with Mika Richards. Mika Richards. Uh, Two centre-backs. Oh, centre-backs. Right. Um, Company. Company is one. Yeah. Uh, One of the rare occasions in the last eight years he's been fit. And then, um, who was with Company? I'm trying to think now. Colo Torre? Colo Torre, unfortunately not on there. One more more guess on the centre-back. 
Oh, think man. of him, think of who it can be. Give me a nationality. Uh, oh, hang on. It will be one of the dodgy centre-halves we had. Is it? Stefan Savic. No, he's not Stefan Savic. You play for, he played for Everton as well. Oh, let's go, of course. Let's yeah, go. Let's go. 24 million of defensive genius. And um, then, who else? Kolarov, left-back. Kolarov wasn't left-back. Oh, mate. I'm being found out. Um, for Arsenal. Clichy? Oh, Clichy. Clichy. Clichy was that Clichy early. was there. That was good. You did really well. Under that, pressure. Then. That was really Jeez. good. I can tell you that Vincent Company. David Silva and Aguero were the only three players in that team that are still playing for City at the minute. But United can name four. And you've got to think, when you think about David Silva and Aguero, they aren't just players. They are Manchester City's leading goal scorer of all time uh, and one of the uh, greatest Spanish players to ever play in the Premier League. So you look at them and flip it to Manchester United. You've got Young, Smalling, Jones uh, and David Ayer. You can say David Ayer's had a uh, couple of seasons for United. Things are a bit shaky, but you know he is still... Uh, seen as one of the best goalkeepers in the world. But then the other three, the reinvestment City have put into their team, they mm. should, them three shouldn't be anywhere near Manchester United squad. This should have been reinvestment to make sure that the better centre backs and better wing backs. I mean, you even said it yourself. He's a thirty-three-year-old Ashley Young, yeah, former right thirty-three wing, yeah. right, former right yeah, wing, and he gets course. stick. And anyone who sent him any sort of stick uh, online or the because I criticise him. I know I do, but all that stick and stuff, it shouldn't get to that point now. No. That's ridiculous. Well, he's Crossing a, the line. He's a great pro as well. His attitude in the last yeah. few seasons, because he is a limited player. He's not the strongest, not the fastest, but he does everything reasonably well. And he's just been found out the last few weeks. But earlier on in the season, he was one of the very few, when everything was going wrong under Mourinho, the very few that stood up to be counted. And the reason I'm not going to stay and criticise him, because I've criticised him a lot of the last couple of weeks, but... Ashley Young should not be in a position where he's getting criticised because there should have been reinvestment for him to be nowhere near the pitch because a better yeah. player should have been bought well, for him to, be, to play in that position. To be fair, that, that again, I don't quite believe that because Luke Shaw um, should have been playing against, he should have been directly up against Messi, which was, what, 23-24, and he was suspended. So he wouldn't have been... Like saying, I think Young would have played. He would. He would have played Young possibly at right right back, but that's very different than putting him up against Messi. Also, do you know what? As well, Rojo was bought and played left back for Argentina. Where's he ever been in the last five years? Yeah, no, there's, 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 a, there's a lot of. Oh, it's just been the wrong investment. Like Dar yeah. Darmian has come in, uh, Daily Blind, and Daly Blind, well, by yeah. the way, who was playing in the semi final of the Champions League and didn't seem to work at United under Mourinho, but. He Lo didn't, behold, but again, he was he was targeted. He he just wasn't quite fast enough and physical enough for the, for the Premier League. It's a, it is a different league. Fred, for instance, great in in the European competitions, but is he great in the Premiership? Maybe not. He seems to be finding his feet. I think he'll be all right actually. Bringing it back to Ashley Young, I mean, as a City fan looking in at United, I don't want to sort of preach about your own club, but I think that there seems to be something with Ashley Young where the ex pros that talk about him. All seem to agree that he is uh, like a, a, a great character to have around the squad, and he is uh, a mature, experienced head, and he's great with young players. But simultaneously, isn't a dissenting voice. And do you think maybe uh, the same reason that Southgate, after Southgate, gutted out all of the older players, but kept Ashley Young around, and the same way that maybe Solskjaer leans on Ashley Young is that Young remembers the Ferguson era, he behaves himself, Possibly. he knows how to grind a result out, and he probably is the weakest player one to eleven, like technically and physically that he's got. But when you're looking at, say, there was that other wrong that Pogba supposedly had his first altercation with, with Solskjaer, you actually go, we'll, we'll keep Ashley around because he's sort of one of my guys. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. Way, you know, that I, but he deserved his place in the World Cup. And he was, he was playing well. He played really well in the World Cup, you know, by one game. Mm. 
And he was, you know, I think Shaw was not quite ready, was he? Childwell definitely wasn't ready. And he he just, he'll, he'll fight for a place. He's just tired. I think he's just tired and it's all come at him at once. But again, look at the players who aren't playing and look at the players that cost 90 million and where are they? That they would be the first ones I'd be calling out. I'd be like, Pogba would be the first first one on the list for me to be like, right, what went wrong? Why did you lose your head in the first half after 20 minutes when even at one down, we were always going to have to score a couple. Barcelona were always going to score at home. And the way we'd been playing up until that era, it's just a case of, right, look, we've got in behind twice. We've had a couple of chances. Pick it back up. Let's try and get one before half time. See what happens. But he just lost, he just absolutely lost his head like a like a child. It was ridiculous. was ridiculous. Uh, United knocked out <clears throat> by Barcelona in the uh, quarterfinals. Solskjaer saying after the game there will be signings. Yeah, yeah I think to, he says that with quiet confidence. Was it confidence or frustration? Did he say stuff like that to get at the players? Or do you think that he, he knows that they will be back in this summer from the board? Well, they'll have to be anyway, won't they? Because Herrera's leaving. It looks like Matter's leaving. Um, so, of course, they'll, they'll have to be. Pogba might end up leaving. I'd, I'd be honest, but I think we could spend all night talking about how much would you get for Pogba in the current market, and depending on who you're selling to, what do you get as well plus cash? It's no, but there's no point almost getting 150 million for Pogba because then you go to Tottenham and say, "Can we buy Ericsson? And they go, "Yeah, 145 million." Yeah. So, so you've almost got to go to like say Madrid and go, "Right, give us Cruz and 100, and give us you know." Or we, you've got to be a bit cuter, I think. Pogba, loads of teams will be interested in Pogba. PSG would probably buy him tomorrow. I think Madrid would be interested. And well, I just, I'd, I'd, I'd get rid. Financial fair play, man. It corners teams. And, and if, if Real Madrid are going to get Hazard, which looks like it's a done deal, uh, they've also, you know, there's other players that they're linked with, the Lits and so on as well, is that they might go, well, you can't actually afford to spend mm. 100 million on three different players in one window. And you go, oh, who are we having this year? Hazard or Pogba? And, you know, they might look at Pogba and go, we can drive the price down. Especially if Pogba is playing... The way he has been, yeah. yeah. Pogba does every at round. The minute his price dropped by ten million. million pound, but it's not just about him. It's about him as a, an asset and the shirt mm. sales and everything about his not just appearance on the pitch, but how he deals with himself as an asset off the pitch as well. So he would be a perfect signing for Real Madrid. But like you say, if they could only buy one, who would they get? Someone to actually make them good, or someone to make them a bit of money? Uh, I think they might have to go for Hazard. Uh, this is XS Manchester. We are going to uh, talk about Manchester City. They're in action later on. If you're on the way to the Etihad, eight double seven double one with your early predictions. Uh, let us know what you think the game's going to be between uh, the scores going to be between City and Spurs. Hopefully, the team will be with us at quarter to seven. Uh, we're going to be back because uh, it's my final show today on the Wednesday Club. We're going to be doing our players of the seasons and our fails of the seasons. Someone in your squad that you're nominating for fail of the squeeze season. Uh, get your thoughts in. Eight double seven double one. Manchester Football Social. Subscribe to the podcast now and never miss a show. Manchester Football Social. Welcome back to the Manchester Football Social. Thank you very much for tuning in on this day when Manchester City could get themselves into the semi-final of the Champions League. Just got to beat Tottenham. Uh, well, Tottenham going with the lead of 1-0. Alex Hilton, Alex Boardman is with me till 7 o'clock today. Uh, Alex Hilton, we are going to hopefully uh, get team news at quarter to 7 to bring that to you on XS Manchester and the Manchester Football Social. Uh, before we get team news, who are you hoping to see on the pitch before you know? Who's the key um, man for you I today? I'm really, really hoping that Aguero starts. Yes. Um, obviously, didn't start in the first leg. And as much as I love Gabriel Jesus, I think 
big European night. Sergio Aguero he is a headline player. He belongs yeah, on our back yeah. page tomorrow morning, and hopefully for the right reasons. Um, I'm a little bit nervous about the whole left back situation. I think if we get in form and fit Ben Mendy, I can just chill out. Uh, there's the option of Laporte there, but if you play Laporte, has he got the the, the pace in him? He's not a natural left back, and you think like Son just getting in behind. Just makes me feel a little bit nervous as much as I love Amrit Laporte. And I, and I want him in the middle of the fence, marshalling it and running the show as he can do. Um, but then is it, you know, Delph? Fabian you sound Delph. nervous. I, I am nervous. You I'm sound nervous. nervous. I'm nervous for two reasons. Uh, number one is I've uh, forgot to drop my backpack off at home. So I've got to take a backpack into the ground to get uh, anything into the Etihad. You can leave it here if ticket. you want. Come pick it up tomorrow. I might do. Oh, you've got yeah, go to see. But it's, uh, so I'm a bit nervous about that. <laughs> having it taken off on the way in. And I'm also nervous because uh, even though we are the favourites, and I know there's the whole Spursy thing and Butler's going on at their club, but I just feel like City, there's a little bit of a... a little bit of a... You hoo-hoo. want it too much. Yeah, I think so. And here's the weird thing about City. Because of the Q word, which has been thrown around, it feels like if we don't achieve four trophies this year, it will be a failure, which is a mental way to look at football. It's absolutely nuts, really, Mm. that we could win a domestic treble this year uh, which we are the bookies' favourite to do. Or oh, a Mickey Mouse treble, feel... as it's known, that one. <laughs> still, hang on a minute, as a Manchester United fan, when you were winning Community Shield, League Cup and the Europa League, like, <laughs> yeah, he said that's the, that was the Mickey Mouse treble. Well, keep anyway, keep sorry, transmitting yeah. your nervousness to all the City fans going to the game. Come on, that's I what just, we want. I, but I just feel like it's um, it's a huge night for us. And getting to semi-final is a massive achievement. We, it, I'm not ashamed to admit, we are sort of still newcomers-ish to the later stages of the competition. And it would feel like a very city thing to, to mess it up. But that said, uh, we've been building. We're sort of in form. Uh, the team are coming together. I think there's a lot of players out there that will be playing tonight that are 28, 29, 30, 31, 32. Won it. De Bruyne, David Silva, Sergio Aguero, who'll be looking at this season. No disrespect to Ajax in the next rounds, but we'll be looking at our route to the final and going, if I'm ever going to win this competition, this yeah, going to be the year. And I think... For everything that De Bruyne, David Silva and Aguero have done, I would put all three of those players in the Premier League's top 20 greatest of all time. Oh, well, now you just put a curveball on <laughs> yeah. the right? We weren't going to do this, but <laughs> the top 20 of all time. Which one's wrong? Come on. Say them Come three on. again. De Bruyne, David Silva, Sergio Aguero, top 20 Premier League. I don't think you put De Bruyne in there yet. Yeah, yeah, all right, I'll give you that. But that, is, that was my point, is that if we are going <laughs> to consider, yeah, okay. if we are gonna consider those players all-time greats, they probably need to lift a, a Champions League, I think. And, oh, yeah, and, they, and definitely, to, they uh, definitely. Or, or play in a final in the same way that, say, like, yeah. Henri and Burkamp did, it, you know, and so on. I think, um, I think you, you know, to be positive about City, no, I, I don't really want to be, but, no, but I will. De Bruyne is... <laughs> De Bruyne is playing. He's just come back into form and recovered from injury at the exact right time of the season for you. And he's looked so key in the uh, semi-final victory, the ball he put through, even though it was a really average City performance. Um, The weekend just gone. He just looks like he's utter quality. I really, I've always liked him. And Sterling as well. I I agree with with you on De Bruyne because he's had a weird season and he's been uh, injured for most of it. And he said something a a couple of weeks ago and I am paraphrasing, I wish I had it in front of me. But he basically said that his season is over and he said he's just looking forward to next year now because he doesn't feel like he's 100%. But the Palace game at the weekend summed it up where he sort of wandered around looking very sluggish and slow Mm. And then you just give him four seconds on the ball and he just pings a beautiful one out. And it's just like, it's a, a little bit like when watching him these last couple of games, it's like watching Perlo when he was in the MLS 
and yeah, he was yeah. about 10 years older than everybody else on the pitch and would, would run like one mile in a whole game and would just that happens with some players make an impact yeah. especially with midfielders that happens with where they just calm down all of a sudden it's like they see everything just like a lot clearer and, and they just kind of like even Messi last night Messi was walking about at some points last night and then he got the ball yeah. and you're like oh he's just beaten four players oh he's just got a wonderful goal do you know what I mean <laughs> I think De Bruyne's got that capability I really like De Bruyne as a footballer I think he's a wonderful footballer okay. I don't like him because he plays for City but he's a great player Let's help Tottenham do it though. Come on, <laughs> let's be honest. This is Tottenham have got some decent players as well. Son is an absolute cracker. I think Son's as good as any forward in the league. I love Son. Um, I'm hoping <clears throat> that uh, Moira continues. He's, he's Moira. just in. He's, he's an impressive <laughs> scoring. What's it called, Moira? Lucas Moira. Is it? <laughs> Lucas Moore. No, M O U R A. Moira, I say Moira. 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 Who's Moira? Lucas Moira. Do you watch your face jacket? Never mind. Carry on. Mer- Marie Moira. 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 Anyway, <laughs> he looks, <laughs> he, looks uh, he looks like he's banging form. So hopefully, and they're going to play on the break, aren't they, Tottenham as well? Let's face it. Son's fantastic. He'll run all day and he's fast. Moira's lightning fast. <laughs> so come on, let's, you know, it's not, it's not guaranteed, is it, that City it, are going to go through It's not guaranteed. And, you know, Spurs have won the lot. They won the lot. Yeah. And um, as we were saying off air a minute ago, you know, it, it depends how they're going to look at it, but surely they're going to come and try and hold their nerve. And it sort of makes me feel a little bit better. And that's what I, th- I think I want Spurs to do. Because they come and they go, let's sit back, let's let's see what City do first. And they let us play our game. Spurs won't hold it for 90 minutes. Yeah. And I, 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 but... I don't know. What's I don't know. know. You've missed the penalty in the first leg. <laughs> no. Don't worry, we'll go into more of that. I found that Moira's uh, on face check. Have you got your headphones? Moira prides itself on its fast... <laughs> is, this the, is that the Moira you were talking <laughs> yeah. about face check? Watch that clip. Oh, sorry. Press the yellow button in. It was funny. Oh, out. there we go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can hear us. Should I play it again? Moira prides itself on its fast... Moira, that's the one he was talking about, <laughs> Lucas Moira. Right, because it's my last show, I want to do a uh, sort of player of the season, because I'm not going to be able to ask you it. It's a player of the season now that you think has done well for United City, um, and then we're going to do fail of the season, someone who's let you down a bit. Who wants to go first? Is yours easier to say, Alex? I'll go, because uh, mine's the easiest one, because he's not only the Manchester City player of the season, but he is also the Premier League player of the season and uh, man of the year, Raheem Sterling. I think what he's um, done to his own game this season has been incredible. He just seems 10 times the player that he was a couple of years ago. And I think both in a City shirt and an England shirt, he's just answering every question that's thrown at him um, as a player he scores goals he creates chances he's a lightning player to watch he just there's a noise at the Etihad as people stand up and they hit chairs the chairs sort of fall back <laughs> so there's um, a noise of chairs at the Etihad no, you know what? I kind of know what you're saying I know what you're saying Alex I think I'm yeah. those tedious <laughs> empty seats where people stand up man and just watch a player that's what Sterling does he gets people off their seat and I, I, I agree with him he should be football of the year and the man of the year thing about it. the way he dealt with when he was the, getting racially abused at Chelsea and he just sort of laughed it off and then he's he's just been great all over Twitter he stood up for things bigger than football he bought all those kids tickets and he's been he has been great I hate to admit it but he deserves you've it. just done it he deserves player of the year you've he does deserve it, it. He do, you don't win it for, and you don't deserve it and he deserves it more than anyone else Manchester United's player of the year <laughs> Luke Shaw probably it's all been it's all been pretty 
pretty bobbins to Luke be honest. Luke Shaw probably. Luke Shaw probably. <laughs> he's been he's Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw. Rashford was all right for a bit under Solskjaer. I think he's injured. Pogba's scored a few quite a few goals, but you know. I can't ignore what he did with the Mourinho thing and it feels like, you know, he's been a problem for the last few... Luke Shaw. Can only be Luke Shaw. Who else has been good consistently? Well, Jose Mourinho's manager player of the season last year. Tommy. Tommy. Not, not played a lot though, has he? He's only yeah, played true. about six or seven games and he played under Mourinho at centre-half, so... From the outside looking Luke at Shaw. Hilton, what do you think? Luke Shaw is he? Yeah, I, th- I think um, is he, he seems to, he's come back from the dead, hasn't he, Luke Shaw? You know, yeah. I sort of forgot about him. The last time I saw him, he was he had a pot belly and he was sort of eating a bucket of fried chicken or whatever. And, um, <laughs> Look like me tonight. You know, and all of a sudden, he's uh, well, at least he's got his pants on. Um, <laughs> it's a radio joke. Uh, now, you know, it's. Um, yeah, he's a great player to watch. I think it's, as an England fan, it's really exciting to see sort of we're getting a left back coming through. But he's not the most amazing season. That, no, does no. that say a lot about United that their yeah, best the player of the season is someone who's had an okay season? Of course season. he does. Well, he's won. I think he won the last three player of the months, or maybe three out of the last four player of the months. United's internal win. I think he won the first one as well. How is so, it? Sure, he's twenty three. Yeah, we, we bought him when he was 19. Like, very, very we young. bought him and then broke him straight away. <laughs> Van Hal broke him. him. I feel like, he, 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 was he at Southampton when he was like yeah, 13? Yeah, yeah, I feel like yeah, he's been yeah. around forever. Young, young player. That means you've still got a lot of time with him. Uh, so for Alex Hilton, is there anyone who's let sit down a bit or you think could have had a better season? Um, it's a hard one because we've been awesome and I don't want to, I feel like I'm awesome. being deliberately negative. Um, I'll tell you who has let me down. It's uh, the kit man or... Whoever it was who came Benji up with that nine sort of strips on one. Yeah, Mendy, just come on. horrendous. Mendy's literally just getting in from like a night out last <laughs> night. He's probably getting <laughs> a Mendy taxi. Mendy can't do anything tonight because he's full up from the kebab he's had. <laughs> hey, I like him. Mate. He's, a, he's a nice Balotelli, is what he is. But yeah, because he, do, he doesn't play. <laughs> but that's he does play, and what he does play is all right. And it, it's frustrating, and you know, you do sort of want your players to be. Goody little two shoes, teetotalers that uh, get themselves tucked up in bed early and work in the gym all the time. But they're not. And what I quite like about Mendy is that he's quite open about living a lifestyle that I suspect most Premier League footballers lead. And Ben Mendy is either brave enough or stupid enough to put it all on Twitter and Snapchat or whatever. Mm. But we all know footballers go out drinking. And we all know, you know, look at the players like you had, like Ashley Cole was smoking and Jack Wilshere and that sort of stuff. When they get caught with it. I like Ben Mendy. I don't know if Ben Mendy Mm. smokes, but just check his Snapchat. I bet he's there with a cigar. He doesn't, you know... (laughs) He doesn't doesn't shy away from his (laughs) life professionalism. Let's be fair. If any of you, You Alex or Joe, if either of us were earning... 300 grand a week and were professional footballers. I mean, I'd be down to their nightclub till three in the morning as well, celebrating every true. single day. Do you know what? I'm not. Yeah, true. Exactly. What, 300,000 a week? I'd probably work for a month and then that'd be me. Be like, I'm, <laughs> I quit. <laughs> Call your friend. Uh, what about you, Baldwin? It's not easy to It's not easy. Like, it's not easy you to only have like one. one. Well, you could say we khaki, we showed up two stone overweight after the World Cup and was bad for the first three, four months. You could say Pogba, who I'm pretty sure was instrumental in the descent, turning the team against Mourinho. He prob- Mourinho probably did a good job of that himself. Uh, I think Sanchez might as well. He's just probably awful. Um, as we young, he's caught up with him the season. Jones has been Phil Jones. Valencia's not, you know, they've just all been... Terry, she De Gea's been Alex awful. Hilton. I wonder if anyone Who tuned out at the start of the show if it's like the same rant as before. <laughs> 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 I 
Yeah, just Martial, where's Martial? I wonder if he's still going on. Yeah, he's still going on. <laughs> Who would you pick, Alex? As an outside looking in, is there anyone that stood out for you for United? Going, oh, I think he, he's had a bad season. Yeah, I said at the top of the show, man. It, Paul Pogba, he had an awesome. He's the worst player for United this season. Oh, the yeah, but the, I mean, but worst player. I mean. Well, probably is Ashley Young. This but desk then, is taking a battering tonight because of you I, slamming the desk. Mate, I'm, just, I'm a passionate man. <laughs> he is, he's levering the desk. You didn't even get beat 3 last night. Been the worst performances. But Paul Pogba, man, he's a £90 million player. He had an awesome World Cup. How could you have that World Cup and then not grab the league season by the scuff of the neck and yeah. just take, go, go into it? He was king of the world. And it's just like... It's as a City fan, I love watching United waste money. But as a football fan, what are you doing, we're, Pogba, mate? We'll get when he's playing the Turkish league in five years. You know, <laughs> being dropped by Fenerbahce was. We'll be looking back at him and going, "Do you remember when United spent ninety million on him, mate?" He's a he's a, he's a basket case waste, waiting to happen. I thought you said something else then. Right, this is the Manchester <laughs> Football Social. Uh, we should have team news review in a couple of minutes. We've got to take a little break, uh, but we'll be back with. Alex, the two Alexes, talking about Manchester City at home in the Etihad need to come back from a 1-0 uh, defeat to Tottenham. Will they do it? Uh, that and much more after this. Manchester Football Social. Subscribe to the podcast now and never miss a show. Manchester Football Social. Welcome back to the Manchester Football Social. It is Wednesday Club for the last time with me, but I'm sure I'll pass on the button to these lovely people in front of me uh, to carry on bringing you the latest football chat uh, from Manchester City, Manchester United. And I got a text in to- talking about uh, Stockport. Can you give them a big mention? They are top of the uh, National League North and play second place surely on Saturday up the Hatters. Uh, Stockport County fans and Trafford FC, who've had as team of the week. They won a cup last night. Basically, a lot of positives surrounding the football playing in Greater Manchester, apart from uh, the team in red. Uh, this mm. is uh, Manchester Football Social. Alex Hilton, who will be talking about Manchester City, and Alex Boardman talking about United. But it's all about City, Champions League action, the Etihad, and Alex Hilton, like a news reporter would, like a big commentary man on a certain <laughs> BBC station. What is the team news? <laughs> I like that uh, big commentary, man. I'll go for it. We'll do, I can put a voice on if you yeah, want. Yeah, please. And in goal tonight, your Manchester City 11, starting with number 31, Edison. I'm not going to commit for the 11. Um, Pep's gone for, I was going to say, he's gone for passion and heart in this 11. We've got Edison, uh, back Joe four Hart. of Kyle Walker, Vincent Company, who is captain, Imerick Laporte and uh, Ben Mendy. Uh, then in midfield, Ilkay Gundogan, David Silva, Kevin De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva, uh, Raheem Sterling. And up top, Sergio Aguero. Oh, mate, he's a good team, that. It is a mm. solid team. Now, one thing I would mention, Fernandinho, why place him on the bench? Are you thinking about... Yeah, he's a big miss, that. The bench is Murich, Stone, Sane, Fernandinho, Mares, Otamendi, Jesus. And I reckon that is a bench that would finish top 10 in the Premier League on its own. Um, I mean, Fernandinho is a big one. Um, he can't I, play all of them, though, can he? I think he's probably... He, he can't play all... I mean, I really thought Fernandinho would start, and I think... This, this is a real classic of Pep Guardiola to, to pull a bluff because he's one of the, the players. I, I would have put my life on Fernandinho starting tonight because it's a big game. He shut stuff down. I think first leg, he had Deli Alley in his pocket. And I think it's just sort of... It's asking that question of Poch. Because I bet he's told Deli Alley to man Mark Fernandinho and just take him I out think of the game. Is playing? Is his wrist broken? Or is, he, is he in the... No, it's funny because I can't, I can't find the Tottenham team anywhere. 
I can find the City team, they've come up with on Tottenham's official Twitter account. They've not tweeted about it. Interesting. Uh, which is interesting. Uh, but I don't know if Deli Ali's playing, so I can't give you that news at the minute. But all I can tell you is that uh, City's team uh, is looking good, looking strong. Would you, would you agree, Alex? You yeah, see that man, team? I, that, I mean, it's probably... That gives you confidence. I mean, I mean that... You might argue on recent form that maybe like Otamendi is uh, in there for company, but that is probably the strongest eleven we could play. How important then is company, who, like you say, is the the passionate one, the one with the full heart, the one that the City runs through? Um, how important is he in a game like today then? Oh, huge, huge. I mean, we talked about it behind the, before the break about players that if they're truly to enter football's elite um, and there's so much potential that in the City team, if uh, Vince Company is one of those, this, this is going to be, this season, is Vincent Company's... Not last, but certainly best chance to to lift a, a Champions League trophy. And the team talk he'll be given at 7.45 before they walk out onto the pitch will be immense. He's a player that carries younger players. He's, it's like having a second manager on the pitch when Vincent Kompany's there. Mm. And aside from that, he's a wicked defender. And if, I'm not sure who it is, if it's Lorente, if it's Son, if it's Mora, Kompany will give him a game. Do you yeah. believe that? Like, like, like I Young think he was. could be a weak link. Um, really? Fingers oh, crossed. He's trying to get in your head, isn't he? He's trying to get in your head. Like, no, because of, um, because of the speed they've got and the tricky little players who... I, I just don't think he's as quick as he was company <laughs> and he, he can be a bit slow on the turn. I suppose Laporte will cover well for him anyway. Yeah. So, But I would maybe have gone with Otamendi for this. That's the only sort of vaguely controversial uh, But then thing, again, with Otamendi, Otamendi's great strength isn't pace either. And no. if it is Son or Mora that's going to run that company, and that is definitely company's weakness, is the pace on the turn. Mm. You'd hope that Walker, Laporte and Mendy, there's enough pace in that back four to deal with that. But, you know, I think Ilkay Gundogan is going to be sitting there probably protecting that back four quite a bit. And also, to have a run at us, Spurs have got to get the ball off the two Silvers and Kevin De Bruyne, which I think is easier said than done. So... Um, that's a team that I would have picked I think that it, like, it's uh, I would have put Fernandinho in there that, that, that's it yeah Fernandinho would have gone in there for Alex 8 double seven, double one. get your message in if you head into the Etihad what do you think the score being now you know the team still no report on uh, Spurs' squad uh, the latest Twitter update was about 35 seconds ago but it says just looking sharp and ready for action and that is just an image of the players walking into the Etihad with uh, Pochettino leading them uh, so nothing to give you there which is quite weird because City are uh, letting people know their team quite early on so we can only reflect on that now there is a lot of talk this season especially with one man Sergio Aguero who is the all time leading goal scorer for Manchester City and it was a kind of statement he made a couple of years back saying he wants to win the Champions League with Manchester City so you mentioned company as well Sergio Aguero, he wants a game where he knows he's going to have to score today. City are going to have to score today to get through to the semi-final. He wants his name on the score sheet, doesn't he? And you can see that determination in most games, Alex. But today you hope it's just perfect for him to go on and give it give it his best. 100%. 100%. I mean, he, he's, as a centre-forward, he's, he's talismanic. And uh, I see him as somebody who... Um, it, ju- it just scores big goals. It just scores big goals. Good comedy fall over there, Alex. I don't, it's like a mini motorbike. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's happened, but in every break, I swear you've moved a foot closer this, to you in the studio. This chair yeah, got yeah, yeah, Was it Doctor Who? Yeah, it was right over you know. there, so you can't see this. But yeah, Alex and Alex have sort of bonded together. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what. Like it was like Doctor Who with the angels when yeah. you close your eyes to get closer. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> we made a lot of good TV references today. We're going to have just a chat about your predictions 
questions, Alex. But let's talk about for Manchester for one final part for Alex before we don't speak to you now before until Sunday, where you and uh, Ant take over XS Manchester, the Manchester Football Social. The game on the weekend, Everton Sunday. Yeah, you half one kickoff uh, on Easter Sunday. Now you mentioned the bogey team. Are you still worried? The Manchester United might slip up there. Of course I'm worried because uh, Everton beat Arsenal only a couple of weeks ago, 1-0. Everton have not been sparkling this season. They've been really poor, but I just don't see when when's our revival coming. Since the Paris game, we have been awful. Even the games we've won, we beat Watford um, and we beat West Ham and we limped over the line. Very lucky against West Ham. Two um, massive decisions that went for us that, that really shouldn't have. So Everton... Goodison, they've not had much to cheer this year. They always, you know, get a full house for when United turn up and they're always really vocal. So I'm not confident at all. Not confident at all. And then after that, we've got City and Chelsea. So... That um, is funny. <laughs> it just, it, uh, do you know what? And it's come at... It just feels like our lack of form has come at the exact wrong time when we really needed... That social... Did it come at the lack of good form then? Would you say that it came at the wrong time as well because it gave a lot of people that boost that thought you know actually Ollie could be the man would you ever look no, back I still at that think I still you had to look, look back at them period of games and think you know what was that just a bit of a show I'd, for a bit no I'd look back at I don't I think a lot of the players haven't quite recovered from injury and he, once he found the best 11 he's not really been able to name it since Lingard limped off Herrera limped off Matic limped off um, Matic and even Mata he was you know he was still useful uh, all of those were big losses, mainly that happened around the Liverpool game. And to do what we did in Paris with that threadbare side was phenomenal. But I, it was just one of those freak results. It, it's looking like now. And we need investment. We all know we need investment. More of that uh, with the Manchester Football Social and the full-time Devils phone in tomorrow. But attention now turns to Manchester City. Let's get some predictions on the go here. They need a goal. What's going to happen, Alex? When's the goal going to come? Is it going to be a case of uh, Tottenham trying to sit back? Pochino is not going to be like that, is he? Is he going to push forward? How do you see this one? Uh, I don't, you know. I think it's a really tough one to call. Um, I'm, I, I reckon first half quite cagey, quite physical. I think goals in the first half. Yes. Oh, I, I love a goal in the first half. It, will be, <laughs> it, it won't be a planned goal. Oh, yeah, it'll be a free one of them. kick. One of them. It'll be a dodgy bounce or something. Something will come out. It'll and I, it could go either way. Um, Fatal to side that one. I, I, I regretted saying that, as I said. That's, that's too corny by my standards. But uh, I apologise to anyone listening if you've just been sick here, especially if you're on the move. Um, but yeah, I think who knows where the first goal will go. I think first goal may decide the tie, but I think it's going to be a really... I think it might be a classic. Both teams to score, certainly second half. I think we're going to see some two very good teams. Tottenham really have been brilliant it. in this competition as well. Up until... Even, even at home, I thought that it was a, a game last week. It didn't have much for a neutral to watch. It wasn't yeah. like a classic end-to-end, but it was all right. I, th- I think Tottenham... Right, predi- score predictions then. Tottenham. What are you going for, Alex? I'm going for a 1-1 draw tonight. Oh. Tottenham go 3-2-1. What are you going for? Uh, I'm going to go for 3-1 on the night. City progress 3-2. Ooh. 
Well, all we have to do now is sit back and wait. Uh, I want to say thank you very much for listening. Uh, my name has been Joe McGrath. My final one today, so Alex will still be here. I'm sure, Alex, you'll put back the two Alexes. Uh, you'll have someone to take you through to the end of the season. We've loved having it. It's been good fun, Alex. No, it's been You've great. You've made me laugh a lot. You. you and Steve. I'm sure I'll pop in if you ever, if you ever need me. Uh, this isn't like a Fergie speech because I've not been here 23 years and won uh, a load of trophies. You've won nothing. I've won nothing. Uh, this is more like a David Moyes speech. Have fun. Uh, enjoy yourself and uh, up the reds. Uh, Alex, sorry, I shouldn't say that. I'm neutral on this show. Alex Ellerton, all the best. Get to the Etihad because I know you're there. Alex Baldwin, thank you very much See ya. Uh, for this show. My name's been Joe McGrath. Jimmy's up next with some players from Foo Fighters and Ocean Colour Scene on Excess Manchester. Manchester Football Social. Subscribe to the podcast now and never miss a show. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.